Good evening and welcome to ongoing coverage of municipal budgets and elections here on Channel 17 here in Burlington, Vermont, serving the entire Chittenden County area. My name is Howard Wood and I'm your moderator tonight and we're going to present to you the South Burlington City Budget. I'm very uh, pleased to have with us uh, the Deputy uh, City Manager, Tom Barrett, is with us tonight, and he's going to be presenting the budget. Tom, this is the first time we've gotten a chance to meet, and I'm yes. really looking forward to your uh, presentation. I'm a brand-new South Burlington resident, oh, actually, and so I'm Excellent. very curious yeah. about it. I've always admired the community, and now being a part of it, I can't wait to hear your presentation. Great. Where would you like to start? Well, we can we can start. Um, I I guess I'll start by saying I'm hoping that Councillor Tim Barrett will join yeah, us. Yeah, we are, too. And... Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll see if he comes in, but yeah. if not, we'll certainly we'll certainly keep it going. And certainly, and, uh, if pe if there are people watching that want to know um, how they can participate here, there is a telephone number they can call in and ask questions directly. That number, by the way, is eight six two three nine six six, and you can call anytime. We'll take the question, and uh, uh, we'd love to have some participation out there. Great. So tell us um, how you know maybe you want to start with uh, how this process starts and where we end up. Sure. So. It's it's a long process, really. We start looking at the budget in the fall mm -hmm. and begin meeting with department heads to really try to determine what the needs are going to be for the upcoming year, especially the capital items, things that would be more in the 10,000 right. and above kind of range. And we start working through that process. And that's, that's one of the things I'd like to talk about tonight because the capital improvement plan is such a major part of any of our municipal budgets. So and explain what capital <coughs> improvements are so sure. people want to so know. These would be things like replacement of a, a dump truck, a right. plow truck right. at Public Works, uh, the number of police cruisers that we'd be replacing in a year. Big ticket uh, items kinds of big things. things. Yeah. An expansion of a garage unit mm -hmm. at Public Works and, and those kinds of things. So they're, they're pretty significant dollar values. And when the council, you know, you have a sense of where their sensitivity is in terms of what they're comfortable with for an increase in the tax rate, which we all are sensitive to. And when we start plugging in a figure of where we are initially in the fall, and we look at, say, a, a couple million dollar increase over what we had last year, we know that that's not realistic. Right. And we have to start looking at what projects can be deferred to outer, outer years, which, which pro projects might be able to be funded with the current city budget. And then, you know, what project, what other alternatives do we have in terms of, of looking at these expenses in a way of what do we definitely have to have this year? What would be what would be nice to have this year? And kind of dividing it up into that kind of a category right. and, and really arriving at a place that's reasonable and affordable. And How I, many changes do you think you start, that you go through in that process? There's so many significant line items in the budget. There are a lot of changes. And I, I would say, uh, it's probably easier to describe it as about five significant drafts right. of, yeah. of the entire budget. And um, by the time we get to the final draft, we're into about mid-December. Yeah. And that goes to the city council at that point, and we begin having 
public sessions with them in January, early to mid-January, sometimes one night, sometimes several nights. So just kind of going through, having the department managers come in, talk about their budget, what the priorities are for them, what the big differences are over the past year, what their needs are, to help the council better understand, you know, what are some of the numbers in the budget, what do they mean, and are we gonna be able to make it work? Uh, so we went through that process. December or January 13th, mm -hmm. the council adopted uh, the budget that will go to the voters for town meeting day. And uh, maybe I could get into some yeah. of what those numbers look hey, by like. By the way, and, before you get started, sure. how long have you been with South Burlington? This is my 41st year. 41st year. Yes. Wow, goodness gracious. Uh, so you different have the history. <laughs> you have the history behind you. You know yes. how far this has come yeah. and how, how and have seen the changes that have occurred. Yeah, a lot of years community. here. Really, really enjoyed working and living in South Burlington, yeah. having all our kids grow up through the school That's district. Amazing, and, uh, it's amazing, yeah. yeah, it's it's been very uh, rewarding. So uh, just before you get started, What's the biggest thing you've seen uh, change over those uh, over those years? I, I think the most exciting thing is probably the development of Market Street. Okay. Because when I came in '79, it was just before they started talking about yeah. what, what what would South Burlington be like to have a downtown. Yeah. And by about the mid '80s, we were seriously planning for that wow. process, wow. and to actually see it kind of come. To fruition now wow. is is really exciting. That's good. That's great. Yeah. Well, show us uh, what sure. you prepared. Sure. Uh, so I think I'll start by just looking at what some of the major considerations were as we put the budget together. I've al already kind of. Uh, indicated that we're sensitive to whatever increase uh, we may need to keep the budget going. And when when we look at sensitivity, we look at what's it going to take to keep the current level of service. You know, without cutting back on anything, what what numbers are we looking at to be able to maintain what we're currently doing? We have three different uh, unions in in. South mm -hmm. Burlington, so we need to make sure that we meet what all the contractual obligations are of those contracts. We need to certainly meet all our bonded debt obligations, support for the capital improvement plan, which I talked about, and I have a few slides on that that we can look at as we go through. Uh, fund the annual assessments and support to other entities. That includes organizations like CCTV, mm -hmm. uh, the Vermont League of Cities and Towns, Green Mountain Transit, of course. Uh, the county court system, you know, those types of things. And then con continued support for council initiatives. And some of those include affordable housing, energy consumption, more money for paving. Anybody that's driven down Dorset Street understands we need mm -hmm. to, to be putting more money into paving, especially the winter we had last year. And we're, we're having the kind of same winter this year in terms of the amount of salt that's going on the road. Mm -hmm. Even though we haven't had huge, significant snowstorms, the roads have still taken a pretty good beating. Wow. And then continued stewardship of our facilities. So all, all things that the, on the minds of the council members. So as we look at the numbers, the biggest number at the bottom is the $57.2 million, and that's the number that goes on the ballot, but I wanna really indicate you know, the importance of what the other numbers are. The 57.2 million is comprised of the general fund, which is the, the number funded by the tax dollars. It also is comprised of $19 million in special funds that were set aside for specific purposes, including city center that kind of reside outside the general fund. And then $12 million 
of funding in our enterprise accounts, and these are water, stormwater, and mm -hmm. sewer for South Burlington. So you add those all together, and it looks like a big number. So as we break it down a little bit, we, we look at the top number here, the 26.6 million roughly. That's the total amount of expenditures in the general fund. We can offset that slightly, just over $9.6 million with some revenues that we have coming in. This includes money from like the local options taxes, fees that we collect and those sorts of things uh, that really leave us with what's the amount of money that we need to fund by tax dollars. That's the $16.9 million number that's up there that we call the tax levy. That's an increase of just over a half a million dollars mm -hmm. from last year. It's just under a 3% increase overall at 2.98%, about a little over one and a half cents, uh, giving us a tax rate of 0.5542. Some of the, uh, you know, we talked a little bit, Howard, about what's the process that you go through when you're putting the budget together. And as we looked at the increase in the capital improvement plan over what it was last year, that was a $1.4 million number, so it's pretty significant. So what you see in blue here are some of the things that we did to kind of cut back that number to make it a, a more affordable capital plan. So we moved some of the replace, we moved the replacement ambulance, which was a significant cost, over $400,000 to an outer year. The ambulance we have is, is still in pretty good shape. We cut back some of our annual fleet requests. Some of the trucks we're replacing, some we're, we're holding on to for another year or two. We're utilizing some impact fee money for some of the projects, moving some projects to outer years like I discussed. We cut some of the city center reserve funding. We now know what it's gonna to take to keep things going. So what was an $860,000 number has been cut back to a $750,000 number. Nice. Still yeah. gonna be able to meet our debt obligation from that. The city council cut more than 500,000 out of the CIP, the improvement plan before it went before them again to look at the operating budget. And then we funded several projects with uh, current fiscal year money, FY20 funds. We met with all the different department managers, reduced the general fund that was proposed with expenses of more than $100,000. So just to bring some of these down, and again, looking at what do you really need and, and what might be nice to have this year that we might be able to do some of, but not all of, mm -hmm. that type of thing. Some of the major items in the capital improvement plan that were significant in terms of their dollar values, paving is definitely up there for of us course, at number yeah. one. So we're, we, we've approved a $750,000 number for that, along with state, some state grant monies that are gonna bring uh, the paving number just under a million dollars worth of paving. It's almost double what we had about three years ago. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so it's wow. a significant, uh, improvement in the funding for roads and I think we're going to continue to increase that over the next few years because I think that's that's probably the dollar value that's more realistic mm -hmm. in terms of taking care of the paving needs that we have. The tree care is becoming more significant. I'm sure you've heard about the emerald ash borer. Yep. All communities are addressing it in different ways. Uh, one of the things that we're doing is is replacing the trees. So it, the, the cost of $100,000 in the budget this year 
is both for the removal of some of the trees and the replacement of the trees. Because what would you estimate? How many emerald ash por um, ashes uh, do we have? You know, that's you a know, great question, and, and I should know that answer. Yeah. Just, if Justin was here, yeah. he could tell us exactly. It, it's significant it because I mean, they're, it, they're in most of our parks and they're along a lot of our roads. Yeah, and uh, so there's, I, I want to say it's more than 500. Yeah, wow. Uh, so it's a significant wow. amount of trees. Yeah. And uh, so we're taking a, a bite at that. And what are we? Year. Do you know what they're replacing them with? You know? uh, there's about four different uh, tree four different species trees. that okay. that they're utilizing, nice. and uh, some that are more quicker growing uh, than others. Uh, but it's it's a way to fill in the spaces that are going to be cr be created. I know it doesn't have anything to do with the budget, yeah. but I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. but it, the cost yeah. sure does. Right. You know, and yeah. and all communities are being faced with this yeah. because it's already in Vermont, and it's not a matter of uh, of, you know, when's it gonna come, it, it, or if it's gonna come, it, it's, it's when it's gonna be here. Uh, so uh, the fleet replacement, again, we talked about a number of vehicles that need replacement, mm -hmm. both with the highway department, also police cruisers. We have three cruisers that we're replacing this year and two big vehicles at Public Works. Some of the building improvements that we're looking at is a new security equipment system for the outside of the police station over at Gregory Drive and a new roof for the Wheeler building up at Dorset Park. That's a big yep. brick building that, that sits up near the front of the street. And some of the park's improvements that we're looking at uh, for this year include some court improvements, bleachers and lighting up at Vet Memorial yep. and some additional court surfacing uh, improvements at Szymanski Park down in the south end. Yep. There's a lot of expense factors that we could identify, but some of the major ones uh, certainly include the projects, some of which we've already talked about in the capital improvement plan. Our health insurance costs is a big number. Uh, they went up 10% for us this year. I think most communities around us are looking at a double digit increase in health insurance costs. Uh, the agreements that we have with the collective bargaining units, we have uh, a new position and parks maintenance, uh, partly because we've added some additional parks that we need uh, maintenance for, and we've got some more specialized areas mm -hmm. that need some additional treatment, as well as taking care of some of our open space properties. I know that's becoming a bigger and bigger issue is the open space. Um, you know, there's, yeah. that there's now a plan that's kind of put in place, and yes. the are going for that. Yep. Yeah. And along with the additional parks staff, Person. We have two adjustments that we're uh, making with the library staff. The public library, is, as you know, is, is going to be located over on Market Street. It's currently in University Mall. That's right. And uh, we're looking to build up the staff to be able yeah. to, to operate the new building. When so do you anticipate that? that is I a think the years best that? case right now is probably late summer of next year, oh, so next 2021. Year. Okay. So they're literally pouring the concrete yeah. now. Great. And they'll work throughout the winter. Um, not the ideal time of year to work, but they'll continue to make some progress. And I think if we stay on track, it will probably be uh, sometime late summer of 21. Let me year. interrupt real quick just to sure. remind viewers um, that um, if you want to call in a question, we'd love to get a question. If you have anything you want to ask Tom about, the number is 862-3966, and you can call in with any question. We'd love to have some questions about it. You know the vote is coming up, so we'd love to get your, uh, your participation. Keep going. Sure. 
Um, the reason we have a note on there for adjustments for the library staff is that there are two positions that currently exist at 28 hours. We're looking to bring them to full-time okay. equivalent positions at 40 with benefits. So uh, they're not totally new positions, but just kind of an, an increased service there. The stabilization fund is something that our auditor has been recommending for years. So we have a dedicated amount of money that we place onto the balance sheet at the end of the year. So this is different from a contingency fund. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. It sounded like it's uh, So the contingency fund yeah. is more, you have a, a, an expense that right. comes up that you don't have money budgeted for and you need to take it from somewhere. The stabilization fund, you try not to hit at okay. all. So unless there was an absolute emergency uh, that necessitated the use of that money, like like any emergency might, you might have to bring money in off your balance sheet. This is for money to be dedicated to be placed onto the balance sheet. Okay. So currently we have about $1.3 million on the balance sheet and uh, our, our auditor would like us to be more in the, the low twos. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're, we're, yeah. we're taking an effort to work towards that number. We have about 21 days of operation right now that uh, barring any yeah. <laughs> emergency we could operate yeah. uh, the city with. So we'd like to get that to 30 or plus days. So that's, that's the effort there. We uh, have three elections next year. So uh, through those, yeah, yeah. fiscal so year twenty one. The cost of those alone, right? You know, right. Is significant. So we so. have the August, then we'll have the yeah. November right. election, right. which will be a big one, Indeed. and then we'll have the March right. town meeting again. So three elections fall within the, the fiscal year. Equipment maintenance and repair continues to big uh, big expense factor for us. We have an increase in the community outreach program. I'd like to talk just a little bit about that. Yeah, explain so, what that is. Um, we, we've partnered with our surrounding communities to provide mental health counseling with our public safety staff. And uh, through uh, Howard Mental Health, um, they've been able to recruit a great team of people uh, that work with our police officers and our ambulance crew, our firefighters, to address mental health needs within the community. And we actually have one of these members embedded with our staff oh, in South Burlington. Yeah. And it's it's been a huge success. The way that the funding for that had been factored was based on population. I think after this first year of operation, we realized it might be a fairer way to do it by call volume. Mm -hmm. And we, we have significant call volume in South Burlington. It, it was a fair redistribution of the funding for that program. So we have a slight increase in that program for this year. And so the need was larger than anticipated. More than substantiated, yeah. absolutely. In fact, we started with a staff of four counselors for the municipalities in the region, and we now have five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we talked about some of the building improvements. You know, winter can be tough on us. Like I said, even though we haven't had a lot of snow, we've used a lot of salt yeah. already, and, and we yeah. did last year. And uh, the price of diesel is, is going up as well. So, you know, when I throw winter salt in there, that's a $30,000 increase over oh, last year. Really? It's not a small oh, number. Yeah. So the reason it's on here is, is that, that that's pretty significant. We have a landscaping contract this year where 
We're looking to bring a firm in to help us with uh, more intricate areas like Wheeler um, mm -hmm. and City Center Park, which have a different kind of care. Uh, you know, it's not just the general kind of maintenance. So we're looking to uh, uh, hire a firm to come in and do a, a bit more landscaping to keep those properties mm -hmm. looking well. Uh, medical equipment and supplies continues to be uh, uh, an expense factor for us, both in terms of fitting up the ambulance for the equipment that we need, being able to keep our paramedics certified, and uh, also just the, the amount of disposables mm -hmm. uh, that are used. So as our as our call volume increases with our ambulance service, and for us that's that's over 85% of calls that come into fire and rescue oh are ambulance calls. Uh, within South Burlington, so significant. What is the uh, population increasing, right, in, in South Burlington? Yeah, we're uh, just over 19,000, yeah. yep. And, uh, the, As opposed but, to other communities where it's kind of going down in places, South Burlington continues to have, see increases in those right. areas. Right, and we're also a pass-through community, right. and we have right. a lot of people that work here yep. during the course of a day. So there's a lot of factors that, that kind of uh, substantiate that kind of a rise mm -hmm. in the number of calls that we have. Uh, the public safety overtime, you know, this is a balance of, of trying to right size our, our police department mm -hmm. at the time and right now filling vacancies and overtime, uh, you, know, you know, with our current personnel and trying to determine do we need additional staff to make that work more efficiently and to also balance what the contract agreements are for minimum staffing. So uh, always the challenge, but th those are things that we continue uh, to look at. Other insurance costs, um, aside from the healthcare insurance, which is our biggest, just looking at things like uh, property and liability, uh, our group uh, life insurance, long-term and short-term disability, those types of things, uh, about $88,000 number mm -hmm. in other insurance increases there. We talked a little bit about the funding assessments and uh, there's a lot of initials up here, but basically we're looking at the Winiski Valley Park District, Front Porch Forum, CCTV, the Vermont League of Cities and Towns, all had slight increases, not substantial, but these are all assessments that we have. Regional planning and county court uh, fee that we pay decreased slightly, and Green Mountain Transit, uh, we had a slight increase, which was good because we initially thought it was gonna be more significant than it was, but if you look at what our total assessments are at the bottom of the page there, we're about $800,000 mm -hmm. in assessments, and uh, over 500,000 of that is GMT funding wow. alone. Wow. So pretty significant. It, this is just a chart that demonstrates a little bit more about where the different expenditures go. Uh, you can see that um, you know police is a pretty good chunk of that. They're also our largest department, just yep. over 50 members and the largest facility that, that we operate with staff. So just just a little graphic there, so you can see some different percentages. Over of your how years, it's that, that's really kind of been the way it's. it's it has. It's, it's been very consistent. Very consistent yep. that way. Yep. And uh, fire and ambulance are listed out separately, but it's really a combined unit mm -hmm. over there. So let's look at some of ways revenue increase to help us out, so that that the tax uh, increase didn't need to be as substantial. Uh, as it could have been. We are looking at, conservatively, a growth in the grand list of about 1%. We think it might be a little bit more than that, but 
we want to err on the safe side. Uh, our local options taxes, the LOT, we're looking at increased revenues both from the uh, rooms and meals and the sales tax. If we look at what our FY19 actuals are, that was about four and a half million dollars with the two of them combined. Wow. We uh, in South Burlington are able to operate both a fire and an electrical inspection program rather than having the state do it. And that uh, gives us some increased revenue by doing it ourselves. I think it also provides a, a timely, uh, uh, more timely, uh, expedites the, the process for people wanting to have work done and not having to get on the, on the state schedule and having our inspectors go out locally and, and work to, to make things happen. Uh, the recording fees um, in city clerk's office are, in, are increasing. Uh, the state uh, passed uh, a bill last year that allowed uh, folks to go into any town clerk office now and get records. Uh, copies of records, where, whether you needed them from Burlington or, or Essex, if you wanted to come to South Burlington to get it because you were passing through. And we've seen a significant uptick in, in the collection of our fees there. It makes a little sense, doesn't it? With a lot of people working, they can get it done right there. It so does. That's interesting, yeah. It does. Yeah. Uh, we've got increased revenue from road permit fees uh, that are gonna help us this year, as well as planning and zoning, P&Z permit fees. Our ambulance revenue, this is the collection of monies that we send out from billing for uh, rescue calls. Uh, we have some retiring debt on the police station fit up of the second floor. That's mm -hmm. where the community justice center operates mm -hmm. out of and the community room we have there. And then some additional interest income from the banking services. Some of the other sources of revenue are the special funds that we talked about where we could utilize those like the energy fund, and I have an example of that as we go through the, the slides. The budget includes the use of some grant money and some impact fees, like we're gonna be putting in a dog park, um, so that will help us there. And then the use of uh, allocation of uh, open space uh, money, the communications bond, penny for pass. And you can see here just where the, uh, the biggest revenue source, obviously, the property tax, but local options also pretty significant yeah. there. Here's a look at what our different city services are. On the left, all funded by the general fund, the user fees over on the right. These are all the different services. Some of our continued initiatives here with uh, energy projects, grants, stewardship. You know, you can see them up there. I know we're running short on time. Yeah, so a little bit. I'm gonna kind of hustle through these a little bit, but we do have some energy projects uh, that we're doing this year and next year that are gonna save our taxpayers some money without increasing their taxes to do them. And probably the most important slide here, what does this mean to me? Uh, so if we looked at the proposed budget and the increase on an average condo and an average residence, we have about a $37 increase for a condo and a $54 increase for a home. Okay. Uh, and you can see the breakdown per month in terms of costs there. And if people have questions about this, in case we run out of time, they can get this online right at the at the city site. They can, yes. And, and, and maybe I'll just leave that slide right up there. So we'll be sending out postcards to yeah. let folks know that our budget booklets are available if they'd like to have one mailed. Perfect. But they're on our website. 
Uh, they're available at City Hall and at the public library, and uh, they can feel free to, to contact us. And can we get a shot of the Market Street? That, that would be so great. Because um, uh, Tom brought this, and this is um, a huge thing that has happened this year. Maybe you want to talk about sure. it. Sure. So um, shortly ago, we, we had a combined opening of both the Market Street, the reopening of Market Street, which I know people are happy to see, as well as the groundbreaking for the new community center building, which will house our city hall, our senior center, and the public library. So uh, I just thought I'd, I'd share a, a, a picture of that. So just some pretty exciting things happening. Well, if you haven't driven down through Market Street, you you need to go through there. It's really remarkable. It's a it's beautiful. And it's not finished. I mean, there's still a lot of, a lot of interesting things that are going on there. But you know, if you haven't gone down it yet, you'll see some beautiful buildings. It's a beautiful road, and uh, the park that's that has been put in there is just gorgeous. So it's, it's, I can see it's going to be a very popular area for people to walk and, and get to stores and various things. It so, will be. Uh, we've got about one nicely. more minute. One, what do you have that you want to just make sure that people know? Um, yeah, I think um, just a couple of things. We're going to be doing some advertising in the other paper. You know, I think a lot of people look to the other papers, our local paper, to kind of yeah. see, get a better feel for what the budget means, what the numbers mean. So we'll be running some different ads in the paper that uh, will direct people to our website where they can look through the, the entire budget. They can certainly call the manager's office, our finance office, uh, with any specific questions that they have. And the whole budget booklet, which is currently being printed up right now, will be online probably tomorrow. Oh, good. And it has both the city and the school budget and information. Out very soon. It will be mailed out to whoever wants the full copy of it. So the postcard will be basically to tell people if you want the whole booklet, we're happy to you mail can pick it, it out up to you. Or they'll mail it out, um, so. We're finding that most people look at it online. Yeah. And we'll also have copies at the pre-town meeting night on March 2nd where again, we'll go through this process, both the city and the school, right. and have our candidate form right. uh, the same night, and then yeah. town meeting the next yeah, that's day. That's great. So. Well, it's been a pleasure. I'm yeah, so glad. Thank you, Howard. Oh, you're absolutely thank welcome you. in 41 years. So are you going to be here for another 10 or 15? <laughs> no, you got I, 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 won't, I won't say it's <laughs> that long. Uh, sooner than later. Yeah, well, that's great. I really it's, enjoyed it's it. It's a pleasure to meet you. And yeah. uh, certainly, I think the people of South Burlington know, know they have a great resource. Uh, all they have to do is call your office and uh, you'll, you'll get the information. Yeah. So uh, uh, again, we want to thank you uh, for watching and you can find us online. You can find us at uh, channels uh, ch17.tv or you can go to cctv.org and we, uh, this program and so many others are available to you. So I highly um, recommend that you go to it and I uh, appreciate uh, Tom being here tonight and uh, we'll see you next time. Appreciate it. Thank you.